Okay, we're going to begin this next story. Uh, this is the second in our list of motoring stories, this one from 1950, and it's called Warp Speed at Harrogate Bus Station. I suppose you could call this a motoring story, loosely. It's about a bus journey, or in fact several bus journeys. We're still in Harrogate, in Yorkshire, in the United Kingdom, but the year is now 1950. I was determined to try and save one half penny every day. This was my target. It was all based on bus money, the only real cash I could get my hands on. You see, I was living with my grandmother, Annie Munford, at 22 Bilton Grove Avenue. My father had decided to leave home and start afresh on his own. Mother had gone dashing off to Lincolnshire to find him, which she did, and they started a new life together in Boston, the original Boston, and that's another story. I'd been established at Norwood College on Harrogate's Leeds Road for a couple of years and travelled there by service bus. Each day I was allowed sufficient money to pay for my bus to school. Norwood College on the Leeds Road out of Harrogate was on the route served by West Yorkshire buses heading south. West Yorkshire buses were comfy, modern vehicles with posh seats. They were also more expensive to travel on than another operator also heading in the same direction. Samuel Ledgard's buses operated from Bradford, the smoky, rather more down-market cousin to Leeds, the main business hub of West Yorkshire. Now you see, Ledgard's buses were a bit older and more basic, they had wooden seats for a start. Have you ever travelled on a double-decker bus with wooden seats? Consequently, lead guards did not charge as much as the West Yorkshire Company. A lead guards double-decker heading for Bradford left the Harrogate bus station a minute or two before the West Yorkshire double-decker for Leeds. I'd worked out carefully that if I could catch that lead guards bus, I could save a half penny on that one journey and that money would be mine. In 12 days I could gain sixpence. Sixpence in 1950 was a fortune. It was one fortieth of a pound, 20 shillings made up the pound and two sixpences were a shilling. To achieve this saving all I had to do was arrive at the Harrogate bus station with enough time to race up the hill to the front of the bus queue before the lead guard's bus left. Unfortunately the bus I came into town on from the Dragon at Bilton was a slow stopping service. It seemed to stop everywhere by request and was frequently late arriving. Each day I would still set off full of hope and at high speed to see if the lead guard's bus was still there. More often than not, I could see it heading up the road past Station Bridge and off down Station Parade. The days I did make it on the lead guard's bus were a real achievement. It was so unfortunate that I was so dependent on the driver of that slow bus from Bilton. Or for half a penny, you might say. But if you relate that proportion of my weekly pocket money of sixpence, how would it relate today if, say, you had a pocket money of a pound? It would be a shilling. 
Perhaps I managed to catch that Ledgard's bus a couple of times a week. The regular users of Harrogate bus station got used to this small tubby character in Norwood College blazer weaving his way at warp speed through the queues to reach the impossible. I was by now, you see, an avid Dandere fan, having persuaded my family to ensure I received that new Eagle weekly comic regularly in the post. All these early disappointments with my budgeting as a six-year-old helped me get over many even bigger problems in the future. That's the end of that little story, but before we leave Harrogate in 1950, I must mention Norwood College. There's an excellent site on the internet called www.aden.plus.com forward slash Norwood. Uh, it's the property of a chap called Anthony Eden, a Norwich College. It tells you a lot about the history. You can learn all about it, actually. Um, it tells you all about Norwood and its founder, Gordon William Cass, who was the head from its beginning until it closed in 1972. I do remember Mr. Cass quite clearly. So there we are. That's another bit of information. And all this is brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. And now there's a new ending to all our stories and things. Uh, we used to have a shop, but since COVID, we've closed the shop. We don't sell anything. Everything is free on the internet to download all our publications. Um, there are almost 200 of these stories. There's 100 videos nearly, and there's 10 complete page flipping books. You can download any of these when you like, where you like, on any device. You can find the links on our website. The address is www.itsarumlife.com Spelling is I-T-S-A-R-U-M-L-I-F-E No spaces, all lowercase, dot com There's hours of entertainment uh, you can link to on that site. Have a good look and thank you for listening. <laughs>